You're listening to the Don't Tell My Grandma podcast. Damn, you just nailed the rest of those. <laughs> I mean, I said I have a problem. I know. I wasn't joking. <laughs> I know. <laughs> At least you don't buy them. Yeah, that's why I try to keep them out of the house. This one is a bit too high. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I had to try to see if it's working, you know? So now we're just going to talk like real friends do. (laughs) How do friends talk? What are friends? (laughs) Can you tell me what are friends? What do friends mean to you? That's a great question to start. That's deep question. Starting deep, guys. We are here to go go deep, to get deep, and to eat deep. Balls deep. (laughs) <laughs> thank you fair <laughs> friends are to me it's like lifesaver um when i was really down but they all the time lift me up so yeah that's a good that's a good way to define friendship mm-hmm. and i can't live without it so friends are, are kind of like the f- family but like the family that you can choose Oh. Yeah, because I I really I'm really picky with my friends and should be. Yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> clearly, <laughs> but, but yeah, I feel like um like my really close friends or like my family and and people that you can really depend on, mm-hmm. like you said, for support and for love. Yeah, friends are there to they should be there to give you that smack in the face when you're. Not living up to your full potential. No, I do have a lot of friends who are ready to give you a smack in the face. <laughs> but for the right reasons. I'm not going to smack right. you just because I'm trying to get my anger out. I'm going to wow. smack you because I see you at a really low point and I want you to get back on your feet. Yeah, but also, they have a really good hand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what friends are you talking about? I don't know. That's what they told me in the streets. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you for your definitions. I think you added yours. No. Friends are people who are always there for the good and the bad. And uh, sometimes that's it. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes they just are. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for all of your contributions. And with that, let's get the music started. Come on. No. It's supposed to be a host. This is an eating episode. We're we're gonna be snacking <laughs> we, through we the whole episode. Do, we could do a foodie. We could do a foodie episode. But we're gonna be a good host. I wanted to do that. <laughs> we should. We I'm should. gonna isolate that one. Okay. Isolate Jews one. Okay. Ooh. Wow. I got shivers up my spine. <laughs> Welcome to the Don't Tell My Grandma podcast. 
today we are sitting with not just two of us, but four of us. I am your host. Those are words. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> I am Wendy and I am seated by my... You're seated? I'm seated by my lovely co-host, Juan. As always, yes, I am here. <laughs> and lovely. And oh, thank lovely you. and ravishing. And we oh. are also accompanied by our two wonderful friends. One has been on the show a couple of times. You have the record of most times on the show. I do. Wait, yeah. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. You do. So thank you for sharing the beautiful ideas that you've had to make, you know, nice topics for our show. And we also welcome back our other beautiful friend, Youngju. Hello. Hey. Mic drop. Yeah. Our dear friend from South Korea. The worst Korea. Oh. <laughs> not, not the best Korea. Oh. <laughs> kidding, 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 kidding. <laughs> Don't you heard her. it from her. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Last time you got a little bit of a background on both of these ladies, but I just want to ask you, what have you guys been up to lately, and what brings you on the show again? I have just been working, trying to get my shit together, and uh, hanging out with friends because it's summer. Fucking. Seventh circle of hell, sitting in <laughs> Satan's scrotum, <laughs> summer. <laughs> but you're still going out there. Yeah, I admire you for that. Thanks. Awesome. Great. How about you, Ju? Um, I got back from Korea from April, and um, I am back in my work again. But I changed my position, so I'm actually balling at my work right now. Um, I've been placed uh four people in this. You know, in like three months right now, mm. and pretty good at work, and I'm getting my uh, life work life balance, and mm. I've been doing some online dating. <gasps> oh wait, that brings us to a great topic today, which I don't know. Was it your idea or was it your? Okay, it was your yeah, idea. Yeah, it was my idea. So thank you for this <laughs> wonderful topic that we have today. That is online dating, specifically in Japan, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. This is a little bit of an update to another conversation we had. We didn't cover the whole topic, but we kind of talked about it. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think the, this topic merits more people and more perspectives. So we're really uh, grateful that you guys came here. Anyone who is willing to travel for more than 10 minutes in this heat yeah. deserves a medal. Bless so. your soul. Bless your soul. Yeah. 50 minutes, 50 minutes. <laughs> we love you guys a lot, so. <laughs> yes, you pr you proved that today by coming all the way here. All right, so let's put the the dirty clothes outside. Do the, any, uh, hang up the dirty laundry. The, yes. Yeah. That's the thing that people say. Um, <laughs> who wants to share? So I've been online dating from my, actually, like my first boyfriend was sliding into my DM. Mm. on facebook can you say what age were you i was 18 okay. and, oh, wow. he, and he was 28 oh that's a bit late to have a boyfriend actually i mean not not late just like no, for no, for the average 
He's well, the first boyfriend. First right? boyfriend. First yeah. boyfriend ever. Okay. First boyfriend ever. Because in Korea, like last time, where the episode that I was mentioning about, it's a crazy competition to going into the college. So I've been usually focusing on like my all of my intentions to study. And after that, I came to, you know, Japan for college and everything. This is a time I go crazy. <laughs> I love I love that whenever we do recording, your your voice becomes very soothing and like yeah, yeah. yeah super soothing. You really have because soothing. I'm a recruiter. <laughs> I know how does people talk on the radio or anything. It's like I I just think this as a phone. Oh, I see. Oh, okay, whisper into their ear. Ah, got it. So, what was that experience like for you? Did you know what you were looking for, or were you just trying to have fun? I didn't know, but at the time, I was really weep. <laughs> I was a weep. I just like I wanted to have Japanese boyfriend. You know, oh. I just came to Japan mm-hmm. and I just want to like explore. All. And and at the time, you know, a lot of eighteen years old thinks about. I am so mature for dating. Eighteen uh, years old boys are so young, and <laughs> they are not for me. And I like old guys. And I just, you know, in their school and everything. And I like some guy was like sliding into my DM on Facebook, like really random guy, and he was like talking about, hey, like, you know, I'm blah blah blah, like, you know, like how like I saw your like profile, and I just wanted to talk to you. Like, you know, usual sliding into your DM. <laughs> and that worked. But it's just random guy sliding into your DM means about red flags, right? Usually. Right. Yeah. Usually. It might be, like, sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's not. But sometimes it might be really working. But sometimes if you have any kinds of, like, mutual friend, it's usually not really a great sign. I didn't know that when I was in 18. I was like, just got here and I'm, I'm basically a baby just coming off from my you know my mama's pouch yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So yeah. I was a kangaroo baby and oh. I got here and he was okay at the first time he's like you know like eight, but I was 18 and he's like you know 28 like you know, I'm having a job and everything so I was like oh that's super cool like 28? 28 28 is a 10 years old different yeah. and think Cabal guys, twenty eight years old, they who are sliding into DM, so eighteen years old yeah, girl. Predator. It's yeah. uh, not a good sign, but I thought at the time, oh maybe it's okay. I'm super mature, like I'm totally eligible to like date a twenty eight years old. And but more and more, uh, the time goes past. Um, I realized that um he's lying about a lot of things, and. I still don't know even till now that he is he he the university he wants, the job that he hasn't he have and a lot of things were lie and like he's becoming really like toxic and toxic, like starting to like becoming like more aggressive towards to like when he's drunk. And um like he really hates me to hang out with like my friends. I'm eighteen years old. You, you, you got a party. Party is my job. For like 18 years old, you got a party and you got to hang out with your friends and, at the college and everything. That's a college life, guys, right? Mm. But he hates that because he feels like insecure mm. me to hang out with other people. 
it's it's just like it's just more and more like he's like trying to really like control my action and everything and what I wear and stuff. So he's my relationship, like the whole relationship is starting with this person's problem. Mm-hmm. So this is the first boyfriend that I ever got. So I I only know about this experience. So I know only know about toxic experience. I didn't know that what is healthy relationship. So that's where the whole story begins. Mm-hmm. So this is my first sort of online dating because he slides into my DM, right? right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sort of. So that was my first boyfriend, and ended up with stalking, and he want me to stab him and he like ended up hurt me and ended up like going to the like police station and stuff like that so i think one of the things that i want to highlight in here is in in japan especially i would say in not in just in japan asia really really kind of hyped up about virginity mm-hmm. and Asia itself is like really, really buys a lot. I think this is also Western is same. The younger, the better. Younger, the precious. You know, Japan has um the words it means about shomikigen of the woman. It's the expire dates of oh, the woman. Yeah. So once you hits thirty, you're expired. And really, really, really sadly, a lot of guys believe that in here, and a lot of girls also believe that in here. So that's the reason he, a lot of guys going for the really young girls and trying to get, you know, get them as a like young wife because they don't know anything because they want to control them. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Ooh, so that's like what not to do when you're here is, I mean, you, you didn't know you were going to be preyed on. And it also makes me wonder, is there a, there's an age limit on dating apps, right? Mm-hmm. Is there? Well, you said that it was through Facebook. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about dating apps. But with Facebook, basically, uh, almost anyone can join, right? I mean, it's yeah. so easy to fake your birthday. But you know that in Japan, it's like, I think the consent age for having sex with the, um, was like 16 or 15? It's 13, isn't it? 13? Yeah. Oh. But I think that's like between peers okay maybe of the same age i, but I don't know 13 seems a it's bit. 13 though. i think it's it's tiered yeah so if you have to be like at least two years within the range within the range oh, okay or something like that which is still quite not okay yeah it's very young to be sexualized yeah, yeah absolutely I've I've heard a lot of people defending Japan because they say like the fact that Japanese women or Japanese in general look so young oh. for so long. Oh. It is a very shitty defense, but it's what they like, say. Like, oh, I can't tell because everyone. No, 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 no. Young. It's not that because the thing is like there's a big argument on the um, the art industry mm. and the fact that Japanese the market keeps producing this questionable art where you could say like this artist is trying to influence people to have certain preferences and to uh, consume something that's going to be toxic or damaging for them later on. And a lot of people say, well, well, you know, it's art. 
art is what it is and uh, also that like yeah you see them as young but it's because asian people usually don't age that much so that's how that's kind of the look that they're going for but still pretty problematic for me i don't i don't feel comfortable with that defense i feel that there's a lot of problems and it's been exacerbated uh by decades and decades of trying to pander to a very misogynistic not misogynistic just generally uh very problematic and and very fucked up market mm. Mm. There was definitely some demand on that, and then they the market lean in, and then now that that's all, that's like so much of what it's being produced, mm -hmm. that's what people are starting to appreciate and like. Oh, because it's becoming like normalized. Exactly, now? it's because becoming main, mainstream. Yeah. And also, like the whole market of this, you know, Japan's idol industry is like you know basically selling you know um the young girls like virginity and they can't have a boyfriend and stuff like that right. because you know they're supposed to keep their innocent and their virginity is their selling and yeah. i think it's cuteness is also but it's kind of crazy that they can't date anyone like yeah you know it is control at the end it's just all about control so i just kind of a really highlight of like my first your uh, first boyfriend as the kind of symbolize about like how this Asia and especially Japan really cares about and also um very really uh, focused on like virginity and 18 years old yo I have a college girlfriend those kinds of stuff yeah like mm -hmm were like because he wants to to marry me i think it's mainly because of he wants is that yeah like i i got her when when she was 18 mm -hmm. and like that and he was also a korean beaver yeah i was gonna mm -hmm. ask about that like do you think it was also like he was into like foreign girls it's like ooh. oh like he's only dating korean uh, he's like he's a korean beaver that, is that why he was in korea no, no, no. This was in Japan. This was after she You came were to here Japan. when you were 18? Yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry. I missed that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, she said that she was, she came to Japan to study. Oh, okay. Yeah. When you mentioned that you had to change houses, like, damn, that should have been very, very traumatic for your whole family. But you were here alone. Okay. Yeah, alone. So that's the reason, like, I couldn't really ask for help that much. And, like, he, he, he was a really, like, sociopath. Like, he, mm -hmm. like, he was me a lot. And he, like, telling me that I'm a bad girl, that, you know, I don't make a decision to, like, marry him or something. I'm like, he, like, what kinds of guy asked to a freaking 18 years old that were 28 to get married? So that was my uh, first experience. How about other wow. people's first experience? Farron, they just... Dropped you like yeah, the biggest Farron's bomb. Face. If you guys could see Farron's face, she has to go next because she has a story to tell. Before you start, I, I want to really say like, I'm really sorry that you had to go through that. It's really uh, disappointing. If you're 18 years old, don't go for 28 years old. It's 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 not good. 
Not just 28, just anybody who is... Who's sliding into your DMs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) or you have no idea where they came from. I was naive. (laughs) Well, you're all there. It's fine. Yeah, he was preying on you. Take everything that people say to you at that age with a grain of salt. Yeah. And put yourself first. Yeah. Go ahead, Farron. I saw your face. (laughs) Wow, to follow up on this... (laughs) story <laughs> it doesn't have to be traumatic just we're the, the general topic about today is uh all on dating yeah, yeah experiences so. specific to japan or not yeah not necessarily well i mean my i was kind of i was similar to Chu. like i mean but when i first got here i was like 27 mm. right yeah i think i was 27 when I arrived in Japan. Oh my god, it's the same date. Oh. <laughs> but, but Coincidence? Chills. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I had the same kind of vibe as you. Like, even though I was like, like you first arrived when you were 18, I first arrived when I was 27. Mm-hmm. But I was also, I wouldn't say I was a weeb, I would say I was more like otaku. Like, <laughs> <laughs> nice because i was like really into anime yeah and i was also like "Ooh, i'm gonna get myself but a I'm japanese pause you there what you were or you are an otaku yes. i am an there otaku you know. <laughs> <laughs> wear it with pride girl wear it wear it with pride yeah yeah and um when I first came here, I was like, yeah, I'm going to get myself a Japanese boyfriend. So we yeah, had the yeah, same yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, mindset yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, oh, Japan is so cool. It, it just looks like anime. Like everything is like reminding me from, it's like straight out of anime. Yeah. Everything's so shiny and bright and everybody's so pretty. Yeah. And stuff. And uh I went and got myself a Japanese boyfriend, like, after two months, I think, of being in Japan. Just went right in there. Through the net? Yeah, through Tinder. Through Tinder? Ooh, okay. I would not recommend Tinder. <laughs> in, <laughs> yeah. J- in Japan, just saying. <laughs> yeah. If you want to... S- I've never seen so many fuckboys in my entire life as I've seen on Japanese Tinder. <laughs> damn <laughs> that's very interesting yeah. i would say like I, I i want you guys to share your experiences first because uh the experience that women have here is very very different from the experience that men have here yeah uh, <laughs> foreigner woman <laughs> dating in japan is but hard also because i was in a way kind of very involved in the scene or what you could call it the scene of like people dating and and uh, and that culture of like going out in the streets and talking with girls and it's a very unique thing to Japanese culture yeah it's a, it's a subculture of the nampa oh you mean the nampa? nampa oh but that's just like picking up it's not really like right but you like, mean a lot of people you and you get a, yeah <laughs> <laughs> You meet a lot of people and you get a good idea of what kind of men are out there. Mm-hmm. And I know that it might be a bit depressing, but the kind of guys that unfortunately gave you those terrible experiences are very, very common out there. 
because they're Ooh, yeah. just men who are extremely lost and they didn't have good upbringing or sufficient uh, education or role models or, or toxic people, masculinity, toxic masculinity, <laughs> which is a big, big issue here in, in Japan. In some ways it's more subtle, but it's also more pervasive. Right, right. And yeah, I just wanted to add those two cents. You want to add something, Love? Well, I just, I want to say that I've had more experience using online dating tools outside of this country. So I might not have as much to add um, because I, I felt like when I came here, I was like, I wasn't as young as you, Ju. I was 24, 23, 24. But I was so nervous like to meet people in a foreign country like I didn't know what was going to happen I knew that wherever I would go there would be a lot more people you know I could escape in a crowd or I could like you know I'd always be in a public space but I just didn't know how to navigate that well so it took me a really long time for me to you know get the courage gain the courage and actually meet people and like you like you said fair and I think fair Tinder was just right away was a red flag for me. I looked mm -hmm. at it and I, I tried talking to people. I tried using Japanese and practicing my Japanese that way. Same. But I just wasn't getting like good feelings. Like I was, I think I was actually listening to my gut instinct and I just felt like this isn't going to be good. Luckily, I waited and then I started using more of the um, other apps like Bumble. And I felt like I could meet people who are at least a little more open minded and people who are more responsive. And uh, through that, I was able to gain like some connections that didn't really last that long. Mm -hmm. But I didn't feel as vulnerable. Like I didn't feel as vulnerable meeting people here compared to in the US, which in the beginning, I thought like I would be much more vulnerable in a different country. But what I was doing in the US was like driving to places like not meeting someone and no one else knew where I was. So I was really taking risks in the U.S. compared to here where I was like, okay, we can meet. And these people are probably in Japan, at least looking for friends. And I had experiences where I just went out and made friends with people. Not that all of them were great experiences, but I felt like because I was kind of looking for a certain type of person, like more open minded, more international, I was able to kind of steer clear from the predators not that I can control that all the time but I guess I got lucky in that sense too but I think one of the things that the problem about dating in Japan as a I think foreign women I think mm -hmm. we all of us like talked about this before mm -hmm. um, a lot of guys um, coming to Japan you know oh I'm going to smash this. So many, mm. so many Japanese women. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what a lot of guys, like, that, foreign guys, like foreign guys actually really coming here. But I'm not talking about all of them. I'm mm. not talking about all of them, but a lot of guys are coming to Japan with those kinds of mindset. Mm -hmm. And it's true. They, they call gaijin hunters in here, like the girls that who only dates a foreign guys. Mm -hmm. And, also white fever <laughs> white fever Indeed. white fever and yeah. you know 
so they are there are kinds of hype things about especially british americans and europeans mm-hmm. like their favorite <laughs> yeah well you're telling me you don't speak like harry potter <laughs> I don't know why, but like, Brit- especially British and Americans are super popular in here. So there's uh, so many Americans. Though. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, Americans. I know, yeah. and and guys know about it. Guys know that. Guys know that. Oh, I'm American. Like I'm 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 white. They use that, and I, I'm British, sure. and yeah. they they they're like you know I'm cool. Have you guys ever met any men who are Japanese? display this kind of behavior where they feel like they since they're in their own country they're in their own territory do they also have a card like hey i can get any foreign woman no does that does that exist no No. okay so that's that's very much a foreigner male usually don't want to generalize but usually white yeah yeah like they really really thinks about like like they really thinks about yeah like i can't smash that all these women's and like you know what because i'm so special in here because i'm white and i'm from i don't want to generalize all of them but you know like i'm american i'm british and Mm -hmm. like you know girls love that french Mm -hmm. Or French, yeah. <laughs> or like Europeans or whatever. Like, I don't want to generalize. Again, I don't want to generalize, but I've met so many those kinds of people through online dating. Mm-hmm. So my a Bumble profile mentions I am not your typical Asian girl is one of the things that I put it in there. So they can swipe me left if, if they want those, like, you know, really typical stereotype that what they made for the Asian girls. Mm-hmm. And you know what's sad? It's that the few girls that these guys actually had something with probably agreed to it because of their cultural predisposition mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. just abide to anything that a person, like instead of just denying something like saying no, they will try to like get around it. And I've seen a lot of men who are very persistent to coerce uh, women here in Japan to do things that they don't want to do mm. because they just don't want to deal with this person or the rejection. Like, oh, this person is going to hurt me or something like that. I feel like, um, yeah. like if a Japanese woman doesn't want to hang out with you, she won't. <laughs> Because, well, I, mean, I mean, it's really like in person, definitely being coerced in person. But I feel like people here, like like they don't have time. They're so busy. They don't have time for you. And it's really hard to meet up with, and with people regularly. to disappear, right? To yeah. Yes. yes. What, what I'm talking more is, as you said, in the moment. In the because moment. Because those, mm-hmm. are, those are the moments where these guys go out and they go to a bar. They corner someone. Uh, thinking that they're being funny and 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 coy and whatever, uh, yeah. and this lady just can't get out of the situation because she hasn't been taught how to, mm-hmm. and they might end up in this person being taken advantage of. So he hasn't he hasn't been taught to respect a woman's boundaries. She hasn't been taught to create her own boundaries. That's right. Yeah, yeah, and these are all sure. societal. 
and cultural as well, cultural and, differences. And they're, therefore, they're perpetuating right. this image of like, if you're white, you will get success here in Japan. And it's because yeah. you're basically yeah. forcing yourself to have success, which is just... Uh, well, I, I think that, like, there's also some curiosity from the woman's side. Like, it's oh, like, yeah. oh, you know, is this foreign guy? Mm. He's so different and he may be good looking or whatever. This is kind of exciting. I'm just going to, like, talk to him because it's interesting. But mm. I don't, I think if they really don't want to be in, like, a relationship, they won't. Mm. But if it's, like, in the moment, for sure, I think it is easier for them to get coerced. But... I feel like they wouldn't just enter into a relationship unwillingly. Oh, I mean, again, these guys are not looking for a relationship. Or they're looking for the idea of there are relationships that they have, which is someone who's always available for me to... Right, to use. get married to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Mm-hmm. Now, another thing that I want to bring to the table is the, the idea of, like, women here in Japan, Japanese women are interested, or at least somewhat interested to... Foreign guys, and I think also that's a very outdated idea. There's Japanese way too many interested in foreign? in Tokyo specifically. Okay. There's way too many foreigners, international people. But yeah. you I see white people everywhere. But I don't think they actually interact with. Be- you see them, but they, it doesn't mean that they right. necessarily interact with that's them a good point. because mm-hmm. there's like so many Japanese women I've like hung out with or like they're friends of a friend or I've just met them and just hung out with them for like a few hours that day they were always like whoa so interesting that i get to like hang out with a foreign friend this doesn't Mm. happen all the time or this is my first time speaking to a foreigner so i don't think they really interact with people i think um a lot of times again it's not generalizing but some of the girls kind of think foreign boyfriend especially i'm talking about white it's like status status mm-hmm. i have a white boyfriend i have it's it's like a chanel bag it's mm-hmm. like showing off mm-hmm. i have i am like able to date with this guy and you know i have this kinds of boyfriend kinds of thing and it's really weird <laughs> for me and mm-hmm. yeah and of course like you can date someone that who even if you guys can't really talk to each other that much, even yeah. if it's, you know, the conversation is not really uh, deep enough to talk about it, you can still fall in love. I understand. But sometimes it's just like, you know, teach me English. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, teach yeah, me yeah. English, teach me English. Like, yeah, like I see a lot of profiles in the online dating in Japan. It's like, you know, oh, I want to speak English. Teach me English. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have a few questions that I want to ask you guys now that we have this opportunity to discuss this in the table. I know we talked a lot about Japan and, and maybe that was the idea of having the conversation around Japan, but I feel it will, it will be more interesting now that we have people from all around the world mm-hmm. to have a view of what is it in your own home country? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you had the opportunity to yeah. do on- online dating in South Africa or South Korea. Yeah, we have four different countries at this table. True, true. I can tell you, for example, in DR, online dating, when I was back, it was still uh, very new in its infancies. Infancy, not infancies. <laughs> oh, maybe infancies because there was a few. The amount of people that would 
say that they met on an online app or or a website or something. Mm-hmm. It was very rare. People were much more used to just going out and interacting with other people. Mm-hmm. There was an abundance of people to to meet, not only just going out, but also the friends of the friends and stuff like that. So I feel five years ago, six years ago, it wasn't that immediate. People were not really concerned about online dating. Mm. And I would say it has changed a lot, especially now with COVID and all that. But online dating just didn't have much to offer for them. And I would say the culture that I used to be part of would have really been not the best in terms of how how online dating would have, like the benefits and not just the benefits, the, the impact that it would have. It would have been exploited and people would have, you know how some people would try to like change their information, yeah. modify their images and stuff like that, just exploit Cat the fishing. system. Yes, uh, it would have been, I assume it is very, very common right now. I, I'm not, to be honest, I'm not, recently haven't asked my family members who are still living there, but that's a big problem. And I think that it is very unique also to the culture. And like, I would love to hear about you guys. Mm-hmm. Okay. So online dating in South Africa. Um, I was on Tinder in South Africa for, I think I tried it out before coming to Japan, maybe like two years or something. Mm-hmm. But like on and off, I was like, get it. Yeah. I mean, Tinder for me is kind of like, a game, you know, because you like swipe, 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 swipe. I mean, it's made, it's made right? that way, right? It's very much like that. Yeah, because I like swipe left a lot. So I like swipe, 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 swipe. I'm like, okay, maybe. And then read like the profile. And then if I like what I see, swipe right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'd mainly swipe left a lot because I just want to see who's out there yeah. and stuff. But I think like online dating in South Africa is a little bit more serious. Like people are mm-hmm. a bit more serious about it. Like they actually get into like long-term relationships. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of friends who got engaged or got married, like, and they met mm-hmm. through Tinder and like uh, two of my cousins actually as well. Each other? <laughs> oh no. No. Swiss sweet Alabama. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, the one cousin... Yeah, she's married and has two kids. And then the other one is engaged right now. So, yeah. So I know a lot of people who got into serious relationships, like, mm-hmm. from Tinder. For me personally, I actually have never been on a date with anybody that mm-hmm. I met on Tinder back home. Mm-hmm. Just because I'm, I'm way more cautious back home because mm-hmm. it's a lot more dangerous to just go out and, and meet guys who you've never met in person before. Yep. And you also kind of have to like drive out to places Mm -hmm. to meet them. And I don't know. I just have like very like particular like type or like standard for like what I'm looking for. And I just wasn't really finding that. It's like, yeah, I think most of the like fuckboy type boys were kind of, they were tourists Mm-hmm. We were like, hey, I'm here for like a week. Let's mm-hmm. smash kind of thing. Or, mm-hmm. but there were obviously South African fuckboys as well. But then you can like really tell who those guys are as well. 
And like some people would be like, oh, we both swipe right. Lucky for you. And then I'm like, okay, <laughs> unmatch. Yeah. Um, I once had this guy in Johannesburg. He was like really hot, but he had like a foot fetish. Oh. And he's like, hey, send me pics of your feet. <laughs> <laughs> did you? I did because I just wanted to see. <laughs> you indulged him. I did. I mean, I will confess. Farron has a very sexy feet. Yeah. Oh, thank you. And you're a good photographer because you take good pics of my feet. <laughs> it's a good team. <laughs> Is that a weird thing? Like, would you not date a guy who like checks all the all the boxes but has a foot fetish? Oh uh, no, actually, I wouldn't really mind. What, I don't, what is fetish. he doing to the feet? Like Does if it's a to, like, if it's a foot massage, like I'd oh, be down heck? for that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, then Juan, I will ask you one question. Yeah. Would you kiss Wendy? That you know, like Wendy asked you to, yo, you know, lick my and like you know suck my toes, like every <laughs> toes, like really damn good. And after that, would you kiss her? And are you okay on the with mouth? yeah on the mouth? Oh. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. Wendy always keeps her feet very clean. <laughs> it's one of her quirks. And one of the things that I love about her. Aww. So, yeah, actually, yes. Thank Would you for I asking that question. Would I let him kiss me? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, we're talking not just like, oh, I just came from the kombini. Right. I was like, if you wash your feet first. Okay, yeah. if you like, wash Right them. away. Like in the shower. Or I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying to convince myself, but I, I don't think I'm in. Yeah. I'll let you kiss yeah. them, though. Hey, I I was asked the question. I'm not saying this is something I'm into. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. So I sent a picture of my feet, and he was like, yeah, you got some nice feet. Want to meet up? And I was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. And uh, oh, one more thing. I was so experienced online dating in Korea for like a long weekend. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when he was with oh. me that weekend. Yo, Korea, Korea coming. Yeah, I didn't meet up with anybody, but there's a lot of, a lot of hot guys on Tinder and Bumble in Korea. And a lot of them speak English, which was... Seriously, Korea's, like, online dating game is strong. Yeah, so many ripped torsos, oh my god. <laughs> but they were so nice, though, because I asked them for recs, and they gave me recommendations for yeah. places. What would you say is the general... What would identify the general profile of men in your culture? Oh. I would say, for example, in DR... Most men are either just in their cars. Uh. <laughs> they are in the living room of the house because it's too hot. Okay. Or if they're younger, they're like wearing sunglasses and like washing their car. Oh, so it's a lot of car. Yeah, okay, you know, just like okay, showing, showing okay. stuff. I see. So US would be like festival pick, mm. shirt off pick. Side, well, maybe not side. Maybe with a dog, <laughs> even if it's not their dog. I think the Americas like usually the you know uh, the gym shirtless mountain, bathroom photos. Mountain. Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Mirror pick, mirror pick. Yeah. <laughs> Farron? Same, same, same as the US. Same. Yeah. Okay. Really? Okay. Yeah. I would say that like 
it's it's something that's very westernized but I mean, here in japan and i i would say oh. for women for women oh my god what do you see Shoes. Not, even, not even with the person in it. Just, just a cat. freaking cat. Shoes. Not a good picture. Not quality pictures. Yeah. Shoes. Shoes. Um, those like Snapchat filters. Oh my, oh my gosh. Yes. So many filters. filters. So many filters. Everywhere. It's like, who Musks. are you? Like, is this a person? We're That's talking about... So- Male profiles, right? Yes, yes, yes. 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 Masks. Yeah. Oh, those um, Ma- masks. Yeah, those, all uh, day. Purikura, those photo booth things with the giant eyes, yes, and they're like I really small jaw. <laughs> and they, they, they will, they will. They also there are a lot of guys that who you know, um, like their friends' faces are all filtered, and they are like you know mosaic of their friends' yeah. photos or something, yeah. and they're really aware of their um personal information. So some of the people like mentioning about hey like i'm going to show you like my real face all you know once you match it yo it's a freaking dating profile is that why they have the emojis over their faces yes oh i mean it's a dating profile like you know it's i need to know what i need to know how you look like like how the hell i'm gonna match you if you're like showing your face it's like a group of like 20 guys and you're like but who are and yeah. a lot of times a lot of times Japanese profiles all the time if they are working they are wearing a all the time suit yeah yep a lot of suits I mean, suits. I mean yes showing the best they have right I mean that's all they wear sometimes yeah. I would say the most prevalent for me I guess this is only to women that they would just take a picture with food food is oh, another yeah, one food. Oh, it's, just, it's just food yeah, sometimes they're just yeah. in a restaurant and they <laughs> were just served something and it's like yeah. look at this I'm gonna <laughs> eat all this right. is it like uh, what about cake and desserts yes oh, yeah. but at least Disney. they're in the photo right like, yeah. oh, Disney yeah. Disney, 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 Disney. Disney we forgot about Disney. Disney oh my god we forgot about oh. Disney oh very important yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay it is. in your opinion what is the best online dating app or website? Oh, Bumble. Why? Because I met my two boyfriends through Bumble. So, accessory. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, including current one. Yeah. Okay. I guess okay. she's biased. Uh, <laughs> I would do Bumble over. Tinder, but I feel yeah. like recently for me, I feel like Bubble's gone a bit down. Well, <laughs> yeah, Bubble yeah. got definitely got down. Why? Because yeah. they're acting more like Tinder fuckboys on Bumble yes, these days. Yes, yes. Well, I mean, the idea is that in Bumble you have more of a the system is working with you or for you instead of against you like in yeah, tinder yeah that's why i prefer bumble because like women have to make exactly. the first move so yeah. you you get a another chance to really reevaluate the guy that you chose mm-hmm. and you get to reach out to them when yeah. you're ready yeah well i guess there's a time is there still there's a time, a time limit, limit. Oh, yeah okay. there's a time limit but okay. e- i don't know i deleted bumble <laughs> recently because i was just wasn't getting like conversation because i feel like Guys these days don't know how to have fucking conversations. Like, even if it's a text, it's still a conversation. You know, mm-hmm. you still have to put in efforts. 
both ways. Mm-hmm. If I'm putting in more effort for a convers trying to get a conversation going, yeah, it's like I just unmatch because I'm like it's a waste. It's a waste of my time. I would say that I guess we're biased because we met in our favorite. <gasps> Okay, Cupid. Okay, Cupid. Yeah, definitely. But I want to say something about... Yeah, unfortunately. (laughs) Yeah, none of it. (laughs) But you might have something to say about this. I think we talked about this. He was not much of a responsive... Like, responsive, but not in the way, like, where we could have a full conversation. Uh, And maybe you want to say something about that. But for me, I wanted, I felt like I was looking for a little bit more of the conversation with other people, but it was okay for us because we met up and then we were very regular about meeting up. So I didn't feel like I needed to be texting him all the time. Says the girl who kissed me on the first date. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) So Wendy, Wendy kissed you first. She kissed me. So she, you jumped him. And I, I didn't ask. <laughs> you jumped him. Consent, consent, guys. <laughs> About consent, I have a things to share. I have amazing story wants to share. So this, oh. <laughs> this consent story, actually, Wendy... And Farrah know about this. Probably Juan doesn't know about it. It's such a funny story. Um, so I met this um i i will not gonna reveal where he's from but i'll just say white and european Mm -hmm. and i met this dude after i just got back to japan so it's uh this year april um i was in bumble and i was like talking with this dude and i was like sending a message that he was referring to winnie the pooh's story and it's like oh my favorite like movie is Winnie the Pooh I was like what kinds of like dude like and talking about my favorite movie is Winnie the Pooh I was like kind of wondering and and he it's like is that a like you know you know the Disney a fanatic like <laughs> as usual like like all of the other people in living in this country so I was like oh what is this like he's white and he's maybe Disney fanatic or whatever and I just asked one question. Why is your favorite movie is Winnie the Pooh? He was sending me, not kidding, 50 freaking message through Bumble about, about, about why Winnie the Pooh is my favorite movie. His favorite. Oh. 50 freaking message. Was it like one liners? No. In like a row or paragraphs? Paragraphs. Oh my God. <laughs> and he was like talking about, oh, hey, thank you so much for your message. And like, oh, why Minupu is my favorite movie is like, first of all, is this and that. And it's about eating young and it's about like the Dokyo or whatever. He's like talking about this kind of spiritual shit. And he's like, oh my God, I'm talking too much. I'm so sorry. And he's like, he's basically doing doing like i'm so sorry like i talked about it too much i i I hope you are not mad about me i hope you don't match about me and like there's like a lot of reflex in there but i was like but maybe he was drunk like he told me he's drunk so maybe i you know some you know people drunk doing dumb shit on a dumb time so i was like okay just i'll just you know give it a go man i wish the dumbest stuff i've ever done while drunk was Talking a lot about <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> so, it saved me so much trouble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and after that, 
But him and I starting to talking on the phone because I don't really meet a guy and the person before I really talk on the phone because I'm a recruiter. So I figure out like what kinds of personality or what kinds of person this person is, and if we can have a you know legit conversation or not through the phone because you know. That's what I do for a living. And if not, then you don't want to meet up. Yeah. With them. So I don't want to. I don't want to waste my time. Mm. So I don't want to do like one hours of makeup for some random dude. You know that I can't even having a you know like conversation. But a lot of guys misunderstood about things like because I have a honestly my biggest strength is interpersonal skills. I can bullshitting and I can talk about. Anything because that is my job, but a lot of times, like guys, thinks about oh my god, we have a such great conversation. But I'm pushing myself to really talk about things. It's not really natural conversation I can have. It's more like I'm pushing myself and I'm trying to matching to this person. So, but this guy. I don't need to really push myself. We our conversation was really smooth, and he's like spiritual, and he's super uh, open, and he he's like uh, really into sustainability, like I am. And I was like, wow, this dude is like really amazing. Wow, it's like wow, it's 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 amazing. And I, I figured it out. And after that, like we started dating, and we had a, a third date. I invite him to my house. <laughs> I mean, if I do the house at Netflix and chill, what do you what do you mean? What, what, what you know? It's it's a thing. But he told me that he's usually not having sex if it's unless a girlfriend. But we, it's a third date. You know, I just, I just, you know, I am a healthy woman, so I have I have I have a desire. So uh, I cooked with him and everything, and. You know, we started to watch on Netflix, and for an hour at my bed, we were literally just watching a Netflix, <laughs> holding hands. I thought, "What is wrong with me? Or am I not attractive? Am I not attractive enough? Am I not attractive enough to like he he to like do stuffs?" So I started to kissing him. I started to kissing him first, and I was like. Going for it. I mean, you know, girls can do the first move, like Wendy did to one. So I was like trying to kissing him and <laughs> trying to kissing him and everything. And I thought, and he's starting to touching my uh breasts. And I was like, oh, this is a time that I could check check his um. <laughs> Business. 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 Yes, Never. yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> His wood. So I went down on down there and touching him with and he hand. with my hand. Ooh. And he was pushing me away really hard. Screaming at me. I didn't give you a consent. I was like, oh my god. Am I a sex like offender? What what's going on with this? And I was like but you just literally touched my boobs, but without consent. Without consent. So I would ask one. Usually, I'm talking about usual 
a very you know a、uh, common sense of consent. If if you if the guy to touch a girl's boobs, is it okay to girls to touching the guy's body? Body without verbal. So he wanted verbal consent, right? right? right. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it common sense? There are so many wrong things on what you said, especially the, the the biggest part for me was that when when you said like, "Is there something wrong with me?" You immediately went to, "This is my fault," even though it's something that he was doing, his choice, right? And and it's very telling of how do you think of yourself and and. How you've been socialized? It wasn't your fault. He was just a weird dude. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of weird people out there. Yeah. It's yes, you have all your rights to feel and want to have company and intimacy. We all do. And I would say men also have the right to say, like, yes, of、I'm、course, not, yes, of course. I, this is not. Something I'm I'm comfortable with that behavior that he displayed was very bizarre, and I would say it's it's difficult. It's it's very it's very、uh, thorny. But like, if you initiate intimacy, you're basically giving consent. That is what most people would understand. But that's not written anywhere. That's like it's, it's a common like, sense. Yeah, it's just common sense, or it's just intuition. Intuition, or, yeah. yeah, all and that. And the the most craziest thing that he mentioned about afterwards is like, "Yo, what do you mean you touched my boot first?" He's like, "Because you kissed me first, and you are throwing your body to me." Oh no! <laughs> and but I didn't give you consent to like touch my body. Because but I mean, <sighs> but he didn't have to touch your boob, though. Right. So his right. logic, his logic was like so freaking wrong. He could have initiated the verbal if he wanted. If he wanted、right. verbal consent, he、right. could have been like, "Hey, is it okay if I touch your boobs?" In hopes that and, she would reciprocate that and, verbal and us, consent. Because I, mean, I would say that that is very unnatural. He wanted to give her verbal consent for like her to touch him. Then yes. So if if that's how you feel, then I feel like you should also initiate that yourself. Like you know, lead by example and be like, okay, I want to give my verbal consent to you first. So I'm gonna ask you, is it okay if、mm-hmm. I do this? Okay. The thing is, we say we are rational people that <laughs> act. <laughs> In accordance to some logic or code or anything,、mm-hmm. we rarely are logical. We act on emotion and react to what's happening around us. I would say his brain was off for for some time. He was not a great person. Obviously, I mean, I I don't want to generalize or say like he was a good or a bad person. That was not okay. But I feel that there's a lot of space in there for someone to just be extremely confused and uncomfortable, and acting weirdly because of that uncomfortableness. You know,、yeah. like 
you're like, oh, is this okay? Like scared and acting. And then you realize like, oh, wait, no, this is not okay. And then mm. you react. Mm. So there's a lot of space there to just like, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not making an excuse for him. That was very shitty. I would like to point out that you did stop when you said that. Mm. Yeah. And okay. she apologized to him as well. Right. And I feel like if it were the other way around, it might not have. So many times you hear about men being told no. Yeah, and then they still carry on. But the point is, like, I immediately apologize. Yes, he didn't really verbally giving me consent, and that's bad of me. Even if, like, anyone that who feels about that needs to, like, verbally talk about it, it's okay. Mm. But what I was really mad about was he talking to me, oh, you were throwing your body at me, so me to touching your boob was okay. Yeah. So that was the time that I felt like, what the hell? Yeah. So this is the also uh, consent relating about my online dating experience. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I think we've had a very interesting, fun, and also very raw and yeah. real conversation today. Sure. And we're always happy to have you guys here and and talking about the real things that happen in our lives yeah. because this is something that other people might not feel very comfortable with sharing but these are things that happen and we need to have more conversations about them and 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 learn that some things are okay some things are not is there anything that you want to share with the audience maybe a quick advice about online dating don't do it <laughs> Yeah, um, online <laughs> dating. Facebook. Online dating in general or in Japan. In general. Yeah, in general. In general, um, just be yourself, and um, you, you don't have to prove anything to anybody. I mean, there's so many people on online dating, and it can feel like a game sometimes. And I know sometimes you feel like you have to like have that edge or something, like over other people because. Sometimes it may feel like you're competing, but it's not a competition. You're just here to make connections with other people. And the best way to do that is to just be yourself. Yeah. And added to that, I think I would definitely mention about a lot of people in online dating. What do you want from here? Mm-hmm. I ask about those kinds of questions all the time. But a lot of people's talking about, well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think people that who has the clear purpose, even if it's just, uh, you know, casual dating, I want to do the casual dating or I want to, uh, I'm finding a real relationship or I'm finding someone that who I can spend the time with or any, any kinds of purpose. You have to have the clear purpose of like why you're in there mm-hmm. because, you know, sometimes it's really hard to, you know, matching with other people's and like, you know, what, you want to do and what this person wants so if that match that's good but if it's not matching sometimes you could break someone's heart for me i feel like it has to do a lot with energy like i felt like i spent way too much of my energy just like i don't want to say hunting for people but like trying trying to find the right person was that your prey Maybe. Thank you, Farron. 
just be careful about like, I think you have to check in with yourself and say like, what kind of energy am I willing to give today? Can I go on a coffee date? Will that drain me? Or am I down to go to a freaking circus or something? I don't know, like Disneyland. I, I think you really have to know yourself and what level of energy you have to give the other person. Otherwise, you're just going to end up being feeling spent and disappointed. So make sure that you're checking in with yourself and giving yourself that space before you're giving all of this energy away. That's very true. I would add that in general, I think that there's more positives than negatives for online dating. And clearly the culture is moving in that direction. Mm, yeah. There is a lot of challenges for people who are starting to date in the world of online dating. Um, you're going to need a lot more emotional intelligence to be able to manage that. And there's clearly a lot of issues with the fact that there's a lot of studies that demonstrate that the more choices that you have, the more poor your choices are and the, the harder mm. it is to make choices. Mm. So this perception that you have an infinite pool of possible matches is actually working against you and you should not feel like oh, I don't want to commit to anything because there, what about the next person that I'm going to meet? What about this guy that I'm talking mm, in yeah. Tinder? Mm -hmm. That's so so you, you feel like you do never want to commit. There's mm -hmm. always something mm -hmm. better. I, I actually kind of feel like um, that's what I feel the difference is between South Africa and Japan in terms of online dating. Mm -hmm. Because in South Africa, there's like half the population and obviously not everybody's on tinder mm. so you know you're gonna kind of you might bump into that person there's a higher chance of mm. you bumping into that person mm. in real life and in japan it's like you're probably never gonna see them mm. so it's like japan there's more options that's why i feel like there's more fuck boys here because you can just like people are disposable Right. Or the people treat each other like they're disposable. Right. right. But back home, because it's like a smaller kind of thing, smaller pool, you you have to be careful about like fucking people over mm -hmm. because you're going to get a reputation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 And uh, at the end, it's just about how well equipped you are to be able to interact with other people, knowing that. We are all trying to navigate this situation of like, okay, we both don't know what we're looking for, especially because people start so young. And as you were saying, like most people don't know what they want. They don't have any purpose. They don't have any goals in life or they don't know what they want to take their life to. And that's very common for people in their early 20s. So like you have to understand that, but also like you have to have something going on. Yeah. And I feel like a yeah. lot of people... Yeah just feel like oh okay i'm not in my 20s i have a job now i'm gonna dedicate all my energy to try to find some someone to have intimacy to just like sleep with I was and uh, they get frustrated because it doesn't work uh, people can smell that desperation <laughs> oh yeah and then that <laughs> keeps perpetuating this idea of like oh the dating is horrible women are evil or men are evil trying to take advantage of me uh nobody wants to date me 
and you just keep becoming more of a less dateable person. And uh, unless you're coached or, or properly educated about how to actually become a desirable person, to work on yourself, to become someone who someone wants to hang out with, at least, you're always going to be in that, that hole, you know? So, yeah, if you're out there and you're, that's your only choice, online dating, because let's face it right now, it's, the world is very difficult. Trying to meet people is very complicated, especially here in Japan. I really feel for you. And I hope that things get better and you can go back to interacting with people face to face and you can see like, ah, oh, these people, this, this guy is us. Maybe not. Yeah. Instead of just what whatever that person puts on their profile. That's true. Sometimes it's hard in person mm. too. Yeah. <laughs> people can be charming. Some people are very right. good liars. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, you guys, for coming tonight. Thank you. Thank you for yeah, having us. Yeah, we guys. love having you guys. And as always, remember, if you have any questions for us, send send us your question to podcast.tomagrama.com. We love to have any questions and, and have discussions about them because that's what we're about. We're, we want to bring to the table the difficult conversations that your grandma doesn't want to hear about. Yeah, just like <laughs> the one today. Yeah. yeah. My grandma is probably like, I feel some energy. She's rolling over in her grave. <laughs> what? No, I still have one grandma's life. Oh, okay, that one. Yeah. So if you guys have any kinds of, you know, online dating problem in Japan, like please send us a, you know, email. Yeah, us. let us know yeah. what, what your experience is. Yeah. And we'd love to hear about it. And thank you so much for coming today, for listening to this episode <laughs> thank you for coming thank today. you for coming thank you thank you. Yeah. thank you and we hope to have you guys on again yeah for sure bye bye bye, bye. oh god <laughs> <laughs>